Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Mem He. We will begin on Daf Mem Dalit Amurbet towards the bottom of the page at the words Amalar of Achabredav Ivalar of Ashi. Okay, now in order to understand what's coming up going forward, you have to know the following about the previous Daf. We had learned two different things on the previous stuff. There was the opinion of Rabbi Kiva and the opinion of Rabbanan. And they were discussing uh, what we learned from the word Mishrat. Mishrat Anavim. Mishrat Anavim by Nazir, where you soak uh, something, where Nazir is a sewer to eat something that's soaked in, other, in wine, because he's not allowed to have wine, could teach us one of two things. Either it could teach us the idea of tam ki'ikar, or it could teach us the idea of heter mitzaref le'isur. The word heter, the two things seem similar, but they're really very different. In tam ki'ikar, we don't have actual, um, it's just a flavor. It's, there's no actual substance of, is, of, of isur in the item. It just give, it's just a flavor and it makes something asur. The example of that is a non-kosher pot. If you cook kosher food in a non-kosher clean pot, the pot is clean, but the flavor in the pot is given to it is given to the food and it makes the food non-kosher. That's called gi'ulein ochrim. It's a classical example of tam ki'ikar, and tam could go in and make it pasul. There's another idea of heter mitzaref isur, where if you eat, where uh, you don't have the shiur of isur. In other words, in order for something to be asur midorait and you get malkut, you have to have a kazait, and you don't have a kazait of isur. But when you add something mutar to it, it'll it'll together it, it, it fuses to become one substance. And now, when you have a kazait of the mixture, you could be chayav. That's heter mitzdefli isur. Both those things are learned from the same machloket. Uh, who we who we learn it from? Machloket. Which item is learned from Mishrat? So it says the Gemara. Amalei Rav Acha Bredi Rav Ivo Rav Ashi. Mid Rabbanan Nishmal Rabbi Akiva. From the Rabbanan we could learn Rabbi Akiva. Let's look at the Rashi on the bottom of the page. Mid Rabbanan Nishmal Rabbi Akiva. The Rabbi Yochanan Parich. We're asking according to Rabbi Yochanan. The Amar Leel, who he says before, calls him Shurai and Heter Mitzlef Leisur, Chutz Mitzlef Nazir. So Rabbi Yochanan had said before that the only Isur in Torah that we have at Heter Mitzlef Leisur was Nazir. Ve'ukmea K'Rabbi Kiva. And we learned this like Rabbi Kiva. Mech de Rabbi Kiva Shemir Leid Amar Be'isur Nazir, Heter Mitzlef Leisur, U'Basharzin Lo Ayri Midi. Right? So Rabbi Yochanan, we know that he learns Heter Mitzlef Leisur, but other Yisur he, he wasn't talking about at all. The Rabbanan are learning Tam Ki'ikad from it, right? The Rabbanan learn from this word Mishrat, they're learning Tam Ki'ikad. And they're learning it to the whole Torah. We just learned up further further off that they 
we learned just earlier on this page that from what they see in Nazir, that uh, we have the word Mishrat, and we learn Tam Ki'ikar, that the, the, the taste is like the rain thing. They're learning, using that to learn it to the whole Torah. So why doesn't, why does Rabbi Yochanan say that Rabbi Kiva only says it by Nazir, this rule, his rule that he learns from Mishrat, which is the rule of Heter Mitzvah Lesur, he should also learn it to the whole Torah. Right? Milo Amir Rabbanan Mishrat, don't the Rabbanan say Mishrat, Liten Tam Kikar, that teaches Tam Kikar. The Rabbi Kiva and Amir Kurtu Kiva also. Why don't, we learn, why don't we learn the same thing? Right? Mishrat, Liten Mitzvah Lesur, Mikanat Adan Lekhoi Sushim Torah, we should learn it to all the Muslim Torah. Amale, so you tell the Rabbanan, no. Rabbi Yochan doesn't want to learn the whole thing. You know why? Because there's a general rule that when you have two pesukim in general, when the Torah tells you one thing, one place, they expect you to connect that to the whole Torah. So had the Torah only told us the rule of heter mitzaref liyisur in one place, you're right. We should have learned it to the whole Torah. But now that the Torah told us in two places, why did it say in two places to teach you that it's two two places? You can't learn. What are the two places? Now we have to clarify. Nazir, the first one is Nazir. Hadamran, that's the case that we said. From Mishrat. Chatat, where do you see by the Korban Chatat that Heter Metzalef Lisur? Mahi, what's the case? Titania, we learned in a brighter. Kola Shani Gab Sarai Kdash. It says about the Korban. Kola Shani Gab Kdash. Anything that touches the korban, yikdash, will become sanctified. And Rashi explains, what is this talking about? Basar chulin or shlamim. If you have basar chulin, plain meat, or shlamim, or korban shlamim, which has a longer uh, expiration date for how long you can eat it than a korban chatat. And the meat of the, of the chulin, or the meat Meat of chulin can be eaten indefinitely for every as long as you want. You have a salami from chulin, you can eat as long as you want. This salami touched a korban chatat, which needs to be eaten in a day and a night, right? Yikdash, the yot kemoa has to be like it. Shim baslu ayta chatat kigon kigon pigul of basul acher tipsal afi shebalamizeh. So you have a salami that touched the korban chatat. Now, when the chata, if that chatat becomes pasul, let's say uh, someone touches a tameh and it becomes pasul, so does the salami come, become pasul. It becomes the, becomes the same as the salami. And if the salami, and, and the Quran chatat has a one day expiration date, so does the so does the salami now. It sounds like it just touches it, right? Afilobala. Yachol, you might think, you might think even if it, if it just touches it without, without bala, even if it doesn't uh, absorb any of it. It has to get absorbed somewhat in it. Okay? That answers your question, yes. Yikdash, liot kamoa, to be like it. Shim tifsol, he tifsol. Vim kisherahi teochal, kichomor shabbat. If it's pasul, it becomes pasul. If the chatat stays kasher, you can eat the salami like the strictness of the chatat. So therefore, that's two things. You have nazir and chatat. Both of them are heter mitzdaref isur, And therefore it works. So says the Gemara, so the Rabbanan also, the Rabbanan learnt from 
Nazir from Mishrat to the whole Torah. Right? And they learned Tam Kikar from Mishrat. How come they don't say the same thing? Right, one of the Amri, they'll say, Hanu They say you need both them. We'll see soon why. So it's Rabbanan and Rabbi Akiva arguing what the case of Nazir is? Or? What, 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 what you learn from Nazir, correct. You learn Mustaref, <coughs> you learn. Uh... <coughs> Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva will say, My Tzrichi, what do you need both for? Mishlami Ikta Rahman Bechatat. Yes, if the Torah would have written only Chatat. I would not be able to learn Nazir from Khatat. Meaning, if the Torah would only told us the rule of by Khatat, you wouldn't be able to learn Nazir from it. Why? We have a rule. We don't learn laws about regular stuff from Kodashim. And since, it's, since the word of Khatat is Kodashim, we wouldn't learn from it. Let the Torah write by Nazir. And we'll learn, we'll leave Chatat out, and we'll learn from it. Because we learn all these things from the Torah from Nazir. So why can't we learn everything from Nazir? So Rabbi Akiva says it's not necessary. Rabbanan, what did the Rabbanan say back? Amrilach, they'll tell you, you need both of them. Why? Chatat, you need Chatat to teach you. That Right? So they're basically saying that you Khatat is teaching you Heter Mitzlefur, and that's only by the, the Rabbanan agreed Heter Mitzlefur, but only by Khatat. And Mishrat is telling you Tam Kikar. And therefore, that's how you can learn to the whole thing. So they're both needed. What's Mishrat again? Mishrat is the Pasuk by Nazir. That's teaching you um that that when you soak um, the grape. The grape. When you soak, when you soak something in wine, that that item becomes a sore for someone to eat, for nazir to eat. Okay. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, "Travayo leheter mitzvah sur." He used both of them to heter mitzvah sur. Therefore, the two shlekim mivavchad, the shlekim mivavchad, and malvim. That's why he can't learn anything from it, and therefore he only learns it for nazirut and not for anything else. Okay. Amar of Ashir of Kahana. Elahaditanya, this that we learned in a brighter. It says, Mikola Shariasem, Megifanian Machasim Adzag, anything that comes from from the grapevine, from Khartsanim, from the seeds, Adzag to the skin, Lo Yochal, he can't eat, right? Limed, we learn, Al Isur Nazir Shemustarfim Zemze. That the Isurim of Nazir combine with one another. Now, why do I need to learn that? I thought this was learned from Mishrat. Hashta Rabbi Akiva Isur veHeter Metzalfinan. Isur veIsur Mibai. Why do I need a special pasuk? According to Rabbi Akiva, who's saying Heter Metzalfli Isur, and not Tamki Ikar, right? Again, the Rabbanan hold Heter Metzalfli Isur only by Chatat. Rabbi Kiva says he turns himself to even by Nazir, right? What's going to make the difference? What's the difference, anyways? Uh, a, a huge difference. The difference is, uh, let's say you have a piece of pita. We had this yesterday. You have a piece of pita, mm-hmm. and you soak it in wine. Mm-hmm. 
And now you eat a kazait exactly of the pita. Okay. Now, it's soaked in wine, but you don't have a kazait of wine, you have a kazait of pita and wine. So if you look through the lenses of the Torah, this guy is not, did not transgress his thing because he had less than a kazait. On the other hand, if you hold hitem v'serifli sur, then the pita combines with the, with the wine, and now he's got enough. Okay? Yes. Okay? So, we're asking now, according to the kiva that you hold hetem and steadfastly sued by Nazir. So, why would I need a pasuk to tell you that you could combine zag and grape skins? So, which means if I have grapes combined with some grape skins and together I have a kazayit, it works. Which is the, what we're learning from the pasuk. Obviously, it works. If hetem is masterful, if the pita could combine with wine, of course, the grapes and the grapes, which are also asur, could combine with the wine. Okay. Any other question? The pasuk is not needed according to your your opinion. That correct. Correct. Hashal bekiva isur vehetem mitzarfin isur isur mibai. Do I need you to tell me about that? Come on. Amar Avkana, Avkana tells him, no. Isur v'heter v'batechat. Isur v'isur b'zeachar zeh. Isur v'heter work when you eat them at the exact same time. Isur v'isur even work b'zeachar zeh. We needed to teach you that even if I eat one directly after the other, it still combines. Yes, of course, if you would eat it in one shot, if I take grapes with grape skins, in, in one thing, and I swallow one swallow the grapes with the grape skins, of course that was included. You're right, I wouldn't need that. We learned that from, from Hedemus Ephesus. But now I want to teach you that if I eat half a kazite of grapes, and then I eat half a kazite of grape skins, I'm still chayat, even though I didn't do it together, which is not true by Hedemus Ephesus. And therefore I need both. Did you get that? Yeah, but the question is, the pita bread, it's not, it's not connected to the wine. But it's in the one, it's simultaneously. The pita is soaked in the wine. Okay. Okay. So let's say the pita bread just touched the grape juice, the, the grapes, or the wine. Well, it's, it's got it's got to have it in it, right? Hetem yeah. mitzdefesu means if it's together, it's mitzdef. Once you squeeze out the grape juice from it, then and I have it separately, it's not connected, right? Mm-hmm. So we're to the chametz, and if somebody's eating a matzah, and then he takes a piece of um, a bread and eats it with the matzah. We didn't say hetem mitzdefesu by 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 matzah. Oh, that doesn't work like that. No, I didn't say that. Okay. Mishnah. Okay. Batsek shebetzide sedike ha'areva. Okay. So in the old, even nowadays, a person needs to knead dough every week. My wife makes chali just about, and she kneads the dough by hand. She doesn't use a machine. She likes to knead it by hand. Now, yeah, very nice. Now, in order to knead the dough, you have to put your you have to put your effort into it. It takes. Five ten minutes of uh, moving the dough around, pretty hard. Nowadays, you use a metal thing, metal dough bowl to hold it. In the olden days, if you have an earthenware bowl, sometimes cracks would appear in the bottom of the bowl or somewhere in the bowl. So we're talking about now. Batsek ha'areva. If you have dough which is in the the um, the seals, it, it's sealing the whole, a crack in the dough. So basically, the dough is left in the crack in order to seal the crack. Okay? If there's an olive's worth of dough in one spot, 
Chayav Levair, you have to get rid of it. Vimlo, if there's less than a Kazayat's worth, Batel Mbuto, it's Batel because it's too small. Vechen Leinyan Tuma. Also, when it comes to Tuma, same thing. Im Makbid Alav, if you Makbid on it and you don't want it there. So basically, let's say you have this thing, it's Tameh, and you have a piece of dough stuck to it. So now, if you want to take it off, then you it, then it's a problem. And you, if you dipped it in the mikveh with the dough on it, so it's not going to be tahor because you're trying to take it off. Similar to the stickers that we have nowadays, when you, before you dip, before you dip, before Benjamin went to dip this, it had a sticker on it, and he had to remove it. Right? Why do you have to remove it? Because he wants. Have the no, because he doesn't plan to leave the sticker on forever. But if the sticker said uh, Limoges or the t- sticker said um, uh, some fancy name on it, and I want to wear the sticker, I want to leave the sticker on because that's uh, that, that, I, I want to wear my labels outside to show everyone how, how how dumb I am to waste money on on designer things. So therefore, if you if, if you that sticker is is good looking, you don't have to take that sticker off before you put it because you want it there. Mm-hmm. Okay, similar over here. If you if you want to leave the thing there, becomes part of the thing, and you're allowed to dip it, and it's not going to be a chazza. Okay? Mm-hmm. Good. What are you leaving in the Mishnah? In the Mishnah, you're leaving dough in the crack. Why do you want to? What do you gain by that? You, don't want, it, you want it to be smooth. You don't want a crack. Okay. You don't want things to get stuck in the crack. Okay? Okay. Amr Bihura Mashmur. Says the Gemara. Now, we're going to have two different ways to understand this. Okay? Let's see if we can get this clear. There's going to be two ways to understand the Mishnah. Lo shanu ela makom she'en asuyin hazek. This is only in the place when you have a hole in a, a place of the of the areva, of the bowl which you do not hold water in, which means on the top of the thing. Basically, the, 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 if you have a bowl over here that I'm looking over here, the top over here is not meant to hold, hold things. The bottom is. Okay? So we're telling you here that the law of the Mishnah is dafka in a place where it's on the top. It's not usual to hold things. Right. But if the crack is in the bottom of the place where it's supposed to hold things, you don't have to get rid of it. It sounds like, even though we said in the Mishnah you have to get rid of things that are kazayit, that's only if it's on the top of the bowl. Top. The place where it's not usually meant to be a crack. Correct. <clears throat> this is for Pesach, for, for Hamet, right? Yes. But once it's on the bottom of the dough, so you need it for the for the thing. So you're for sure going to leave it there. It's a seal, and then it becomes like a piece of wood, and therefore you don't have to get rid of it for Pesach, even though it's bigger than a kazayit. No, you're not allowed to use that bowl, though, are you? No, you are. It's like a piece of wood. Wow. Okay. Interesting. You'll never take it out, and it's fine. Okay. That's what the Gemara sounds like. This this is this is the lenient side of things. Okay. Michlal, what are you saying? 
hole, hole that nothing slips out of it. When they pour in the water and nothing slips out. Michla, we see from here. Tepachot, because I did a food less than a kazayit. I feel makom she'en asu lechazek. Then it sounds from here that if it's pachot mekazayit, then even if it's on top, you don't have to get rid of it. That's what it sounds like from here. Okay, good. There are those who learned the statement of Shmuel on the Seifa of the, of the Mishnah. Oh, now it's going to be strict. It says in the end that if it's smaller than the Kazait, it's Batel. Smaller than a Kazait is only, according to this one, smaller than a Kazait is only good in Makum Asur if it's on the bottom. Even if it's small, because I have to get rid of it. This is the strict one. Going to this one, you could leave only small in a kazayit on the bottom. But small in a on the top is no good. According to the first one we were saying, small in a kazayit, bigger than a kazayit on the bottom is fine. And small in a kazayit is okay on the top. Going to the new one, bigger than a kazayit is never good, and small is only good on the bottom. Why? Only how did they get that? Because they 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 they're explaining that the the Gemara is coming to explain the bottom. The, in other words, the the heter of less than a kazayit is only on the bottom. That's what we explain. Okay. Michla, we see here the kazayit. I feel coming out from here that the kazayit is no good even in even in the bottom where we're able to hold it. So the Gemara says Tanya kavate delishnekama. I have one bright uh, that supports the first understanding with the leniencies. If you have dough in the crack of the areva, if it's in a place where it's made to hold water, it's not a problem. If it's not over on, on holding Pesach, if it's not a place, one of these words says, because I have a kazayit. That's like the first one, exactly. To the words, the key. Yes. But sick in the crack of the kneading trowel. If it's in a place which is made to hold, then it's not a chosetz and you're not over on Pesach. Chosetz is for, for dipping. Over is over on Pesach. If it's in a place where it's not made to hold water, it is a problem. That's only This is a strict one. Exactly. We got a contradiction of straight up Mishnayot. It's not just that it could it could matni. The no? The Braithot, yeah, the Braithot are against each other. The Braithot and Mishnayot are both from Tanaim. Okay? Amrab Huna, Huna says, Sami kilta mikame chavirta. Get rid of the lenient one in, the, in front of the strict one. Go with the, you have to go with the strict one. That's Rav Huna's way out of the problem. He's telling you, listen, you're not sure. You have to be careful on a deoraita and go with the stricter one. Okay? The second one. The second one, correct. That's Rav Huna. Rav Yosef Aman. No. Tanai shakalta me'ama. You don't believe that there could be a machloket tanaim about this? Why do you have to get rid of it? Tanai, it's a machloket tanaim. The Tanya, we learned in the Brayta, hapat she'ifsha. 
If you have bread that got moldy, chayav levaer, you have to get rid of it. Because you could use it to crumble it up. And you could use it to put, become yeast in many other breads. Even though it's moldy, it's good for other uses. <clears throat> Since the Torah tells you that not just Chametz is a Surah Pesach, but also Seor, Seor is sourdough. And this bread could be used as sourdough. Okay? Rabbi Shimon Razaomer, Medrememurim, Bimbekayemet Achila. When do we say that you, you, you that you Rabbi Shimon Loza holds? When do we say that you have to get, you have to get rid of the moldy bread? That's only when you're keeping it in order to do use other doughs. Aval kupat seor shiva. But if you have a block of seor that you want to sit on it, he holds batel. Right. No, that is. It's batel, and therefore you're allowed to sit on it, even on Pesach. If I have a whole big block of things, I say, you know what, I'm going to use this as a chair. Even though it was chametz, it becomes mutar, according to Rashba. Says the Gemara. Mid'amar Rashba, betela, it's batel. Mechla, we see, the Tanakama says, well, batela. Tanakama holds not batel. Right? Alma kazava, so we see he holds. Therefore, we could say that the first brighter is Rashba and the second brighter is Tanakama. Right? Because you see that Rashba, who allows the seat, this thing really works, by the way. It really keeps it hot. <laughs> I have to wait a while to drink it. Okay? So, Amalei Abay Abay says, Tiratzta, you gave a good answer. Bekazait, if it's a kazait. Pachot mi kazait, ma tiratzta. How are you going to answer on less than a kazait? Because you remember, in, in, in the stricter opinion, even less than a kazait is mutar. Right? Ela ha rashba. Rather, both are rashba. Velo kasha. And he says, another answer. Ha v'makom lisha. Ha shalom v'makom lisha. One is v'makom lisha, in a place where you're going to dough, where you're going to knead the dough. And the other one is not in a place where you're going to knead the dough. Does that answer the question? Hold on, let's go. This. They want to explain over here like this. That according to Abaya, he wants to say that both Brightot are Rashba, who says that you can be Batel things. Forget about the Rabbanan. Everyone's holding that you can be Batel stuff, Chametz. So what's the difference? No Kasha. The first Brighta, which, said, which was the lenient one, is Makom Lisha. When it used the, the place to hold, not made to hold, but it's Makom Lisha. It's a place where you're going to need. 
and long gamlisha is, is is the really above that point. So no, it's not we're not splitting the needing trial into, into two parts. We're splitting into three parts. The bottom part is made to hold water. Okay, the middle part is not made to hold water, but it does it does hold the dough. Okay. The top doesn't hold anything really. The top holds nothing. And according to this, everyone agrees that that's okay. Fine. And therefore, that's how he's explaining. I'm Ravashi. Ravashi explains. No. Yeah, I'm recording. I am recording. Good. I'm Ravashi. Ravashi explains. Don't say that um, um, the Agaga. Don't say that when we say Shalom Kom Lisha, it means all the way on the top, on the outside. Ela shifted the Agaga, even on the top lip of the trowel is also not considered needing, not only on the outside, even on the inside, but at the place where you don't need, is also needs to get rid of it. Okay, and we're not talking about that. Or says Pshita, of course. Why is that? Maudema. Zimna da'atif umati lahatam. You might think that sometimes the dough overflows and touches there. Kamashman Rash come and tell you no, even the dough on the top is not is not included in the place where you where you're allowed to do it. Okay? So according to the second answer of Abaya, there's three different parts, and that's what we're referring to. Okay? And both by thought are Rashba. Okay. Amarav Nachman Amarav. Halakha kirashba. Talakha follows Rashba. That we could be lenient, and you have a big block of chametz that's batel, you're allowed to have it on Pesach. Any? Is that true? It says that it, he said about this case, if you have a block that used as a seat, if you smeared teat on the top of it, you smeared mud on the top of it, then it's batel, it's batel. Sounds like tachin lo tachlo, so it sounds like it disagrees. With Rashba, so Rav doesn't agree with Rashba. Why are you saying Halakhaz like Rashba? If Rav said they have to put teeth on it, says Gemara, there's two different statements. When when we said that Rav said Halakhaz like Rashba, it doesn't, whoever said this one didn't say that one. Not the same rabbi. You're right, he can't hold both of them together. Others say, I'm Rav Nachman Rav, and Halakhaz like Rashba. Okay, according to the second version, everything fits fine because the statement, original statement was that well, the halakha is not like Rashba, and that fits perfectly with the fact that you have to put the mud on the seat. Amar Rav Nachman Amar Shmuel. If you have two half of a zayitz, okay, of dough in the cracks, v'chut shel batzek benehem. And you have a string of dough connecting them. Okay? Okay. Ro'in, we look at it. If I would pull the string and the two uh, things would come out with it, Chayav Levair, I have to get rid of it. If I pull the two strings, then it won't come out. And we're talking about a place where it's only allowed less than a kazayit, whatever right that you're going with. And we said it has to be less than a kazayit. So now there's, there's two half kazayits with a string in between that could connect them and make it one kazayit. 
So when do we say that the string connects them? It depends. If when I pull the string, both of them will come out, then we say they're connected, and you have to get rid of it. If pulling the string will just make the string crack, then and it won't do it, then you're not chayel v'ayr. Ula amr, lo amru ele ba'areva. We only said it's okay in areva. Halobabayit, if you have a piece of dough in a house, which means... What's areva? Areva is in the kneading trough. Okay? That's, that's the, the, the bowl that we were talking about all along. Right? But if you have it in the house, which means, let's say you have a crack in the floor of your house, and you have a piece of dough stuffing up that, and chayav levayer, you have to get rid of it. My timer, what's the reason? Zimnin dekanishtu. Maybe it'll gather together, and you'll get a kazayit. Amar Ula, they say, Ula says the following. Ba'umarara, they asked in Eretz Yisrael. Ba'it va'aliyah mahum. If you have half a kazayit in the main floor, and half a kazayit in the second floor, what's the halakha? What? Because it's in one house. Is it, is it we're saying one house, or worried they're going to sweep it together and it'll cause a combine, or no? Ba'it va'achsadra mahum. What if you have a bayit and you have a porch outside? You have two houses, one one in, next to another one. What's the halakha? Teku. Well, does not have an answer to those questions. Tanu Rabbanan. Hapat she'ifsha. We're going to talk back again about the famous case of moldy bread. Okay? Says the Gemara. Hapat she'ifsha. V'nifsala me'la'achol adam. And now it's so moldy that a human will not eat it. V'akelev yuchol achla. But a dog could still eat it. Nowadays, the, the, the regular dogs eat uh, pickier than regular, pickier than humans. Mm-hmm. But if you have the old days when dogs run the streets and they're, they're looking for garbage, they're, they're less sensitive. Okay? It, 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 it's still a food, and it's tumat ochlim like kabetza. If it's Numa, you could burn it with the Tameh on Pesach. Mishum Rabnatan Amru, Enam Tameh. Rabnatan disagrees, he says it's not Tameh, not Tameh. Okay. Kiman Azla Hadetanan. Like, who does it go? This is what it says in the Mishnah. Klal Amru B'Tarot. We say the rule in Tarot. Kolam Yuchad Le'echol Adam. Anything that's made for food for men. Tameh, it's Tameh. Ad Shisom Le'echol Adam. Until... A caliph can't eat it. Kiman, who does that go with? The local Ramatan. That's not like Ramatan because Ramatan says it's not Matameh when it's so Pasula Chilat Caliph. Good. Says the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in the Brayta. Areva Ha'abdanim. If you have a, a trough, which is a bowl, that's used for tanners, where they put in skins to process the skins. They put in flour within three days before Pesach. You have to get rid of it. Once you put it three days before Pesach, it becomes yucky already at that point. That's if you didn't put the skins in. But if you put the skins in, Right away, it becomes yucky enough that the flour is pasul. So he, quarter of Natan, Natan saying, when we said three days, that's assuming it's just 
because the trow is so yucky that even without skins, after three days in the trow, it gets ruined. Okay. I guess without skins, it needs more than that, yes. Amar Rav, Rav says, Halakha kirav natan. Afilu yom, afilu shachat, even for an hour. Even the skins in for an hour with the skins, chalas, the flowers gone. Pretty, by the way, one of the smelliest things in the world is a tannery. Tannery where they tan skins is one of the yuckiest smells that you could have. Chen linyan You've been to one No, that's what it sounded like from other Gemara's. Okay. Gemara talks about uh, if a guy, if a husband works in the tannery, his wife has to deal with it. The smell of the place. <laughs> okay. Also, when it comes to tumah, in makpid alav, chotzetz. If you don't want it there, it's chotzetz. Oh, actually, we'll leave this for tomorrow. We'll start that tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.